Hey friends, welcome to Twirl Talk Podcast. I am your host, Liz Cox, and I'm so excited that you're here with us today. Our hope here at Twirl Talk is that this is a place where you can come for wholehearted advice and encouragement in the midst of planning your wedding, but also for life far beyond that. This is a collection of really fun conversations with a variety of people, both in the wedding industry and outside of it, that simply want to come together and help you thrive the best that you can in every season of your life. So basically, this is like having life chats with your besties over a glass of wine and figuring out how not to lose your mind in the midst of all the crazy. So if that sounds like your cup of tea, then sister, you're in good company here. Friends, we are so excited today. So kind of season three has been our whole mission of building confidence within you guys to do whatever life brings at you, Um, whether that's shopping for your wedding dress or friendship as an adult or styling yourself, you know, you name it, we're trying to tackle it. And today we have our super sweet friend, Nancy, Nancy Boatman. I'll let Ty do like a little more info on Nance, but uh, Nance is our etiquette expert and the job world is hard. It's always hard, but especially post COVID, it's all the more difficult. So we thought, which we have also had some experiences on the good and and the bad of uh, great interviews and terrible interviews. So Today, we're equipping you guys, hopefully, with some confidence um, and empowerment to knock the socks off of the person you're interviewing with and how to do it well and confidently and uh, so you can land your dream job. That's kind of our hope. But, Ty, tell the people a little bit about Nancy. Oh, do we have a few hours? (laughs) Just kidding. Nancy Boatman has been my best friend since early middle school. We won't name the number of years right now, (laughs) but we go way back, and um, we've always balanced each other very well. Nancy's always been the polished, put-together one, and I'm a little more fly-by-the-seat-of-my-pants sometimes. So she has always been my personal go-to for all things life and etiquette, Mm -hmm. and when she decided to start an etiquette business a few years ago, it was not a surprise. Not a stretch, not a surprise, just a natural fit, and I'm so proud of her for all that she's done with her business, Um, and we're just so happy to have her here to um, enlighten everyone on some protocols post-COVID and Mm -hmm. just life in general. Um, just ways to treat people well and make the best first impression and walk away knowing that you gave it your all during your Mm -hmm. interviews and first impressions. So without further ado, (laughs) Nancy Boatman of Nancy Boatman Etiquette. Let's do this. Thank you, ladies, so much. It's an honor to be with you today. And I love this series on building confidence. I think that is so important that we support each other as women. Um, And especially in the job interview space, Mm -hmm. the number one thing I work with clients is improving their confidence Mm -hmm. and really just showing them if you land the interview, if it's in your calendar, you deserve it. Mm. But now it's your turn to show them why they need to hire you. Mm. So so I, I love this and um, building confidence is so important. Yeah. So from an interview perspective, students spend 
all of grade school mm -hmm. studying for tests, finding out what are their best test taking skills, <laughs> how do they study. Yet many times for an interview, they're, they don't practice an interview until they go for that first interview. That's so true. And unfortunately, that's not the way you wanna approach yeah. an interview. And there are definitely things you can do ahead of time. So that's what I wanna share with you and with your listeners. How can you prepare for that interview? Mm -hmm. So number one, you're confident without being cocky mm -hmm. and can go in and nail that interview and get the job, your dream job that you want. So, okay. So good. This is so, I'm so excited. <laughs> this is so good. So, interview prep. What yes. can you do? First of all, um, I want you to research the organization. Mm. This day yes. and age, it's so easy. Go yes. on their website. Go on their social media. If I had a client that was interviewing at Twirl, mm -hmm. I would make sure they found out what are the lines you carry? Mm. What's the type of bride you target? You know, understand who the business is, who their customer is, what type of pain point are they solving? You know, just a little bit so about the organization. So number one, do your research. Um, number two, especially if it's been a while since you've applied, make sure you review any information that you send them. So your yes. application. So if you write this essay and they bring it up in the interview and you don't remember it, mm. Not so good. Yeah. So <laughs> not a good look. <laughs> not a good look. So make sure you review anything that um, you send them. Yeah. Then you know, so many clients think they're trying to think of what will be asked of them, mm -hmm. but it's also important for you to tell your story. Yeah. So think about okay, me as you know, as a student, what is my story. Mm -hmm. What are my key takeaways that I want to tell? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So out of all of your experience, where do you stand out? Mm -hmm. And make a note of maybe your top three selling points, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. What makes you the best candidate for the job? Mm -hmm. And have that. Clear as day. Type it out. Yeah. Have it in front of you. And then as you're interviewing, make sure you get those points mm -hmm. in your interview. Gosh, that's so good. So key points on yourself. But then also, it typically at the end of an interview, they will say, do you have any questions for us? Uh -huh. Well, guess what? I want you to have questions. Always have questions. Always oh, have questions. Yes. Always and have questions. it's very appropriate to come with a notebook. You can have your questions written out. Mm -hmm. Open your notebook. Read your question. That's completely fine. Yeah. But be prepared with two to three questions. It shows, number one, they will tell that you have done your research. Yeah. And number two, you will learn something about the company. So having those questions prepared are so important. Yeah. Lastly, make sure you know um, all the details around your interview. Mm -hmm. You wanna know the date, the time, the location. Have all that confirmed ahead of time. Mm -hmm. If you can have it in email so you can refer back to it, that's great. If you're on the phone with someone, write the information down and repeat it back to them. Yeah. I just want to confirm, you said my interview will be and repeat back the information because you never want to miss your interview that has for writing the mm -hmm. wrong yep. time. Down. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's happened. We've been ghosted and the details were not fully read before. So yeah. Yes. 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 So important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Clarity. Clarity is key. key. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Yeah, it truly mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. It truly is. Okay, so we've got all of our prep on the front end, but when we're prepping, we're also probably thinking like, oh gosh, what do I wear? So give us the do's and don'ts of what do we wear? What do we wear to an interview? How do we, how do we look the part? Sure. So your attire is very important. You have one chance to make a first impression. Yeah. And you want it to be a positive one. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, they will see you before anything comes out of your mouth. True. So your your attire is very important. I err on the side of more conservative, mm -hmm. um, something very simple, um, like a pantsuit or a dress mm -hmm. for a girl, slacks and a shirt, depending on the organization, a tie for a guy, a jacket, etc. Um, but just something simple, nothing that stands out. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of laugh that I have to say this, but um, hygiene is important. For the love. It is so important. <laughs> so make sure you shower, brush your teeth, make sure there's no coffee breath when you go into your interview. Mm -hmm. You know, all the personal yeah. hygiene. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Let's start good like with we could, the personal We could hygiene. add some tangibles to yes. that. Yes. <laughs> yes. So personal hygiene and then a simple but dressed up outfit. Mm -hmm. I tell clients, wherever you are, Pick an outfit that is a level above. So if you're a college student, but you want to be a young professional working at XYZ company, right. dress like them. Mm -hmm. If not a little more dressed up. Yeah. You will never be dinged, so to speak, mm -hmm. for being more dressed up. Right. That's Only so if you're underdressed. Which mm -hmm. we've, we've, we've had noticed. A, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And especially now, I mean, we were talking about this kind of not off camera, but on the side, like nowadays, especially in culture, I mean culture, whatever, fast fashion is, we're looking like we're in the 90s again. It's and super kind of casual. And yeah. I mean, there's a place for that, but your right. job interview is not that place. Correct. Right. Not or your workplace exactly. is not that place. Exactly. Yeah. And if they've done their research, then they kind of know the company culture to begin with by getting on their website, looking at their social media. So they should know what the company yeah. dress is like and level up from there. Exactly. Start with where, what you see on their website and then take it a notch above. Mm -hmm. so Another good. quote that I love um, from Peter Post mm. with yes. the Emily Post Institute. He says, do not wear anything that is too tight, too short, too low cut, too sheer, or too loud. So good. Make sure mm -hmm. all, everything is covered and the outfit is comfortable. Um, you may love big flashy earrings, but not for an interview. Keep yeah. it really simple um, for an interview. Yeah. Less is more as far as like crazy out there, mm -hmm. but that plenty of sense. coverage. Right. Well, and you have to think too, like if you're standing up looking at yourself in the mirror, something may look good, but you need to like give it the seat test too. Exactly. Like, oh, make sure this skirt doesn't mm -hmm. ride up or this dress doesn't. Or when I sit down, like, are we going to see straight side boob through my blood? You know, right, like there's right. so many things I could be like, ooh, right. that doesn't Wardrobe work malfunction same. will not Right. Well. No, that is not good. And I also tell clients, when you are in the stage of life where you're doing a lot of interviews, if you're a senior in college, um, have an interview outfit. Mm -hmm. Have a standard you know, suit dress <laughs> or slacks and shirt that you feel comfortable in, confident in. Yes. 
um, that you know you can pull out for every interview. Mm-hmm. Well, and that just makes it so easy. It's like one less thing that you have to worry about as you're prepping for, you know, interviews are so nerve-wracking. So if you just can make that one less thing to have to worry about as you're prepping for, you know, a really big interview that could change your life, you know, just give yourself that gift of having having your go-to outfit. It can mm-hmm. take some energy to put together, but, you know, just make that piece of it an easy confidence booster yeah. and you're good to go. I think that's perfect. Yeah. Um, I'll add one more thing that is my personal pet peeve, and that is um, make sure your nails are also either fully painted in a very good color, not like a wild color. That goes with the not too that loud. That goes with the not too loud Let's piece. Let's define a good color. Though. A good That's color. A I, would, I would say nude, like light well, like pink, a light nude. Pink. Yeah. Like a OPI bubble bath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ballet slipper. Right. Just anything very neutral and um, either make sure they're fully painted or natural. Mm-hmm. Um, chipped nail polish is one of my personal pet peeves. And it drives me crazy. There's nothing that I hate more to see a cute person that's, you know, put together their outfit really well. They look really confident. And then I'll glance down and their nails are like half chewed off or half polished, half not. It drives me crazy. Yeah. And I just think that says something about how you take care of yourself and how it um, reflects to others. Other people may not think that, but I do. So I know I'm not the only one. It, exactly. No, no um, it really is. It goes back to the personal hygiene yes. and making sure, you know, you're clean and mm-hmm. well put together. Yes. Yeah. You look and well kept. I will say that I've I've said this for a long time. And one of the girls that used to work here at Twirl remembered that, remembered me saying that. And she said she was on her way to an interview and looked down and her nails had gotten chipped. So she stopped at a pharmacy before her interview, bought nail polish remover, and scrubbed them off in the car before she went into her interview. Awesome. And I think she got the job. Um, oh, I don't remember awesome. the full story, but it I was just... Purely because of her clean nails. Yeah, purely. Yeah. <laughs> made that... <laughs> Made that big impression. Yeah, but exactly. that's just my personal tip. Um, and I know other people out there look for little things yeah, like that, too. exactly. Okay, so we look good now. We've prepped well. Now it's game time. Now we're doing the interview. How do we nail it? How do we just get the job? Okay. <laughs> so you're ready for your interview. One of my biggest points is arrive on time. Yes. And on time does not mean 20 minutes early. No. It clearly does not mean 20 minutes late. Most people know 20 minutes late, (laughs) but it's also not 20 minutes early. If someone scheduled you for a 2 o'clock interview, they are prepared for you at 2 o'clock. If you show up at 1.40, they're they're doing other things. Mm -hmm. They're busy. That is not good. So I tell clients, make sure you get there early, but stay in the parking lot or Mm -hmm. drive around the block. Make sure you know where you are, but do not go into your interview until right on time. All right, so for the next thing, arrive on time, you you wanna think about your personal presentation. We've talked about attire, but more than just attire. How are you carrying yourself? Mm -hmm. Make sure you have good posture. Make sure your body language is you know, not slumped over, mm-hmm. you know, make sure that you, you 
You look professional. Yeah. Good eye contact. Like you want to be there. Exactly. Yeah. Smile. People yeah. love to see someone who's happy to be there. <laughs> They're like, oh, you like life. Yes. Good. Yes. <laughs> Good. And then one thing that I've had to change a little bit, this post-COVID. So before COVID, I would always encourage you to give a good handshake. Mm-hmm. Right hand, firm handshake, greet everyone when yeah. you go in for your interview. Right. However, post-COVID, I really tell clients to wait and see what the interviewer does. That's smart. So just kind of stand back and see. Mm-hmm. If they put out their hand, shake their hand. Yeah. I, I would. Right. Um, if you're super concerned, you can go wash your hand right after the mm-hmm. interview, but I would shake their hand. Just don't touch your face. Right. Um, if, if they do not... I would not. Mm-hmm. Or if they give an elbow bump or a foot tap, you know, there's all these new things. <laughs> what is this world we live right? in? Right? Yeah. Just be aware um, that some people are not comfortable with a handshake mm-hmm. right now. So true. So that's important. Um, and then as you're going through your interview, do your best to answer their questions. Mm. However, if there's something you don't know, just tell them. Right. Say, you know what? I'm going to need to get back to you on that. And guess what? write it down, Mm -hmm. and respond back to them after the interview. Yeah. Another thing, it's fine for you to take a moment and say, I need just a moment for you to kind of put your thoughts together. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't feel like you have to rapid fire Mm -hmm. back your responses. That's helpful to know. It's it's okay to take a moment Mm -hmm. and think about it. You want to be honest, um, and you want to give an accurate answer Mm -hmm. for you. So if you need to think about it, that's fine. Mm -hmm. One thing that I specifically do with my clients is I put them through a mock interview because most people have not been through Mm -hmm. an interview and to have to look at a stranger and answer a question, it's nerve wracking. Oh, for sure. So the more you can practice, and if you don't have um, a life skills coach to do that with, do it in front of the mirror. Mm -hmm. Look in front of the mirror, think about questions, and watch yourself respond to them Mm. so that you can be a little bit more prepared. And then at the end of the interview, ask them for the timeline. What are Mm -hmm. my next steps? When should I hear from you? Mm -hmm. Um, And they, you know, they should let you know. And if they're not quite sure, at least you know that, you know, up front, and you're being proactive um, asking for Mm -hmm. that information. And then at the end of the interview, definitely thank them for their time mm-hmm. and for the opportunity to interview. And I am a big thank you note person. Yes. It is. Same. I'm, I mean, there's nothing better than getting fun mail. Mm-hmm. And it just puts your name in front of them yeah. a day or two later in a positive light. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the interview, ask for a business card. Mm-hmm. Or as you're walking out, ask um, who's ever at the front desk, may I please have a business card? And if there's more people, if you're interviewing with two to three people, I would write each one a thank you note. Yeah, absolutely. Um it just, it shows that you're interested mm-hmm. um, and that you're well put together. Mm-hmm. And another thing, when you're in that interviewing stage of life, have your note cards, have your stamps all ready. This is not a surprise. You right. know you're going for an interview so that as soon as the interview's done, write your thank you note and get it in the mail, it in the mail. so mm-hmm. that they get it within the next couple of days, hopefully before they've had a chance to make their decision. Right. So thank you note, very, very important. That's brilliant. I feel like that alone, it's impressive when you, which we'll get to how to follow up well, but 
it's nice when we get a follow-up email, but it's like above and beyond if you get an actual handwritten, not typed, handwritten, even if you have chicken scratch handwriting, still do it. Exactly. Note, because you took the time, it just, it, if you, it, it's that little thing that if they're between you and another candidate, that could be the thing that seals the deal for your job. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or you get the second interview, or you get whatever it may be, but, you know, just as it's tiny little gestures, like making sure you're manicure is well done it's tiny little gestures like a handwritten note that can really set you above the rest exactly you're exactly right and I think you know handwritten notes and thank you notes are what feel like a thing of the past my mother would grasp her pearls at the thought of not ever writing one but it really I feel like it's a lost art in a lot of ways and this is us just saying you youngins Write your thank you notes. Write your thank you notes. Yeah. It means so much. And, you know, in a world where things are crazy, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it's being, it's just a kind gesture. Right. Yeah. That goes a long way. And intentional. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. I love Mm it. I love it. Okay. So we did our interview. We put our thank you note in the mail. What other practices are good when it inappropriate when it comes to following up after the interview as the interviewee. So the thank you note in the mail is mm-hmm. first Key. and foremost. Absolutely. That is my biggest follow-up practice. Mm-hmm. Thank you note. But after that, you really want to go with what they said mm-hmm. as far as next steps. So if they said, you know what, you won't hear from us in two weeks, don't call two days later. Right. You know, really pay attention to what they said. Now, if they said you'll hear in two weeks, or excuse me, two days, and it's been a week, you can follow up. Yeah. So you don't want to be too aggressive, mm-hmm. um, but it's okay to follow up with them if it's been a little bit past when they mm-hmm. said you would hear from them. Right. Um, another thing is um, really check however they communicated with you to set up the interview mm-hmm. is probably how they'll respond back. So if they called you, make sure you're checking all of your voicemails each day and responding that day. If they emailed you, they probably will email Mm -hmm. with a follow-up. Check your email every day. When you're in this interview process, you need to make sure that you are responding as soon as they communicate back out. So that's really, it's Mm -hmm. pretty simple as Mm -hmm. far as follow-up. as far as what to do next. Mm -hmm. But I think those two things are huge alone. You know, the thank you note, like we just talked about, but the promptness of response is huge because we've been on the interview, obviously being the interviewer and have basically either said, you have a second interview or you've got the job and then it's crickets. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we go into a tizzy of like, did they get it? Mm -hmm. Are they sitting on, like... So all of a sudden they've wooed us and they've landed the job and then we don't hear from them. And all of a sudden we're like, well, shoot, was this the wrong hire? So here's another point. You you make a very good point. So say you're interviewing for multiple jobs Mm -hmm. and you have multiple offers and you decide to go with company A. Mm -hmm. But company B also offers you the job. Call them back. Let them know. Again, it's the polite thing to do. And guess what? We live in a really small world, and you never know Mm -hmm. when you Mm -hmm. all could be in the same 
presence again. So if you, if you're interviewing with multiple companies and you get the job with one place, let someone else know. So good. Mm -hmm. Again, clarity and communication is key. Exactly. I think the tip about checking your voicemail is also very key Mm -hmm. because a lot of people just send it to voicemail if they don't without even thinking about it and also make sure you have an appropriate voicemail set up yep because we've also called people where they've had their voicemail set up since like middle school and it's not (laughs) a professional appropriate right um answer any any longer in this stage of life Right. So make sure you have, number one, your voicemail set up. Number two, it cleared out so you can receive voicemails. Exactly. Because we've also had that where the mailbox is full. And um, make sure you check it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It just, yeah. It's a it's a thing that I think is, again, like thank you notes, a lost yeah. voicemails are right. a lost art. And it's like, well, the people that are hiring you for a job likely still live in an era where voicemails are mm-hmm. needed. Are still needed appropriate right. form mm-hmm. of communication. Well, I think it also just goes to show the business world is different than the social world. hundred yes. percent. And when you're moving into the business world, you need to be prepared. You gotta get with the times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Man. Um, on that note also, I'm not sure if you have this to cover later, but making sure your social media is appropriate. Oh Lord have mercy. Have you, do you have that one to cover? So <laughs> she's like, that's a whole separate <laughs> podcast episode. Well, yes, that, that really is a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. I, so as far as social media, just know that employers are looking at it. Mm-hmm. So what I tell clients is post things that are positive, encouraging, non-controversial, things that if your grandmother saw would be appropriate. Mm-hmm. Uh, just know that if you're interviewing, it will be checked. Yes, um, 100%. And with everything in etiquette, my rule of thumb is be respectful and considerate of others, mm-hmm. whether it's which fork to use at dinner, <laughs> how to, uh, when to arrive for an interview, how to dress, Mm -hmm. be respectful and considerate of others. If you look at your social media, is it being respectful and considerate of others? Mm, What a great filter. Yes. I love that. And not an Instagram filter, a life filter. (laughs) (laughs) A Nancy Boatman etiquette filter. Right? Yeah. But it's so true. I mean, Mm -hmm. there have been countless times that we've gotten resume sent in, which we'll touch on good, you know, how you even approach getting an interview here in a minute, but, you know, we've gotten interviews, or interviews, resumes sent in, and on paper, they look fabulous, and then we are like, okay, let's do a little deep dive on Instagram and Facebook, and all of a sudden, we're like, and absolutely not, (laughs) absolutely not, like, because I don't think they're thinking, oh, I'm a direct representation of my bit, the business I work for now and that there's a weight to that but that's called being an adult right understanding that you're associated with things outside of yourself right so be respectful and considerate Uh, I mean there we've had to have really hard conversations with people sometimes Mm -hmm. once they've been employed by us to say hey we're not judging you but like you you are a part of our brand and where we can't trust you to like live that out well, especially too, like for us specifically, our employees half the time are the age of our customer. And so it's like, okay, well, if you're going to go out and like make really poor life choices and then the next day 
someone that saw you out is now being styled by you and are like there's a huge disconnect there mm-hmm. and that doesn't feel good and so mm-hmm. you know part of growing up is realizing like you have to act responsible and that's not to say don't have fun but like just be smart Mm -hmm. you know don't put it on social media but it it doesn't it you things can actually happen without posting about Mm -hmm. it it's crazy it's really honestly wild (laughs) you don't have to show the world everything you do Mm -hmm. oh truly that could be a whole nother podcast episode but yeah i just wanted to touch on that because it's important it is yeah you're right like don't yeah, I mean, you could be embarrassed before you even mm-hmm. know you should be embarrassed by what we're seeing just from an instant, you know, easy search on the internet. Right. The internet's a powerful tool. Okay, but yeah, so talk to talk to us a little bit about, so even before we've landed the interview, how do we go about contacting someone we're interested in for, like, a cold call or sending our resumes and cover letters do you have any kind of tips of the trade for when it comes to stuff like that so that's a whole nother <laughs> truly major conversation truly. yeah so I'm, I'm really just going to kind of hit some of the, love it. the high, level high level pieces on this so really as far as resume and cover letters one thing that is really important to me is making sure you customize it for each job mm-hmm. so if you're interviewing with five companies it's probably not all the same job. Even if maybe you're a communications major, what you would do at each job would be slightly different. So make sure you address the company specifically. Mm-hmm. So that that so is really important. Um, this sounds really simple, but make sure your contact information is on there. Yeah. Your name, your email, and a phone number that you answer. Mm-hmm. An email that you answer, that you mm-hmm. see. Yes. So make sure that's, you know, very visible how they can reach out to you. Mm -hmm. So contact information. And then really keep it positive. If Mm -hmm. there's, this is what they're seeing first. Mm -hmm. So you don't want any reason for them to cut you out. Right. Um, So unless you have a 4.0 GPA, don't put it on there. Yeah. There's no reason it has Mm -hmm. to be on there. And I'm not saying that less than a 4.0 is not acceptable. Right. We get that. Mm-hmm. But just don't put anything on there that could potentially cut you. Mm-hmm. You know, and whatever is, you know, really important to you, make sure you highlight, you know, this work experience, this mm-hmm. internship, etc. cetera. Um, maybe it's volunteer work that you've done mm-hmm. that yeah. um, makes you a very valuable candidate. Make sure that information is on there, but that you address the job that they are having. Yeah, that's so, so good. So that's important. Um, and then another thing, make sure it's grammatically correct. Mm, um, please. And if you're an English major, I still recommend that you have someone else review your mm-hmm. information. Um, I will tell you, I have two younger sisters, and we were all in the same sorority. And this is when I was in corporate America. Um, one of my sisters, I think I reviewed and edited 10 of her sorority sisters resumes so it was just a thing Mm -hmm. um that i had gotten into and i would just whip them out and send them right back to them why am i zero percent surprised (laughs) but that's so important because once you you start getting cross-eyed if you've Mm -hmm. done so many of these resumes send it to someone else Mm -hmm. make sure that it is accurate grammatically and that it reads well Mm -hmm. to someone not just not just you exactly Mm. We still send things to Nancy to 
It's true. To review. Yeah. We send all of our proposals all to All of our her. client proposals. We're like, hey, how's this look? <laughs> yeah, but this is the difference where, I mean, I vividly remember one area of business that Ty was getting into, and I was like, are you sure about this? Like, what about this our way? Like, I'm not so sure about this. And guess what? She was totally on point because she knew her business and she knew what she needed. I was just probably a little bit more conservative and wanted to protect her financially, mm-hmm. but it ended up, she went with it, which was so good. So there's also this gut instinct too. And here we yeah. are. Yeah, here we are, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, gosh, that's amazing. I feel like, okay, this is just me curious. How do you feel when it comes to resume? I've, I've heard some people say, kind of like you were saying, going up a level when it comes to how you dress, going up a level when it comes to resume. People have said they've integrated a company's brand colors into their resume and put their picture on their resume. How do you feel about those things? I am no picture. Same. Um, That's probably the more conservative side. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm no picture. And I think it depends on the industry. Mm -hmm. So if you're going into like a design position, some type of you know, website, social media, the company brand colors could be really cool. Mm -hmm. But if it's just a more traditional, Mm -hmm. I don't think that you need to do that. They're probably not going to pay attention to it. They they probably wouldn't even notice that you did it. Um, And I mean, I remember, but this was me being in corporate interviewing some people and, you know, if it comes on pink paper or it smells. Elwood really screwed us over on that one. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, no, we don't need the resume to smell good. Right. Just nice, white, clean paper. It's good. Thank you, Legally Blonde, for yes, that, yes, <laughs> that yes. incorrect tip. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Uh, and um, do we care about what you did in high school? It depends on how old you are. And so the, if – it depends on how old you are and what you're going If we're a college into. graduate or a young adult, like 20s to – I mean, any Tw- – Mid-20s and above, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, College, that's a little, it depends. If there's something really outstanding, Mm -hmm. I would include it. Yeah. If you're right, if you're a college senior interviewing for that first job, it just shows that you've done a good job, not just in college, but in Mm -hmm. high school. It gives a historical perspective. Mm -hmm. Okay. But very high level, not much detail. The detail should be the more current Mm -hmm. within, you know, like college interview, or excuse me, internships. Right. Volunteer experience. And as a young professional, mid-20s, definitely late 20s, you just really need to list it. Doesn't matter. And be done with yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. I love and all of that. Length of resume, does that matter to many people anymore? It still does. Mm-hmm. You want it as short as possible. If you can get it on one page, that yes. mm-hmm. is stellar. Um, some people can't, mm-hmm. one to two pages. And there's if you are a college graduate... It can be that short. Yes. yes. If you have your PhD and you've done graduate studies and all these different things and you have all this published, you know, work, mm-hmm. that can get lengthy. So it depends on the job and what you're doing. But my short answer is as short as possible. Yeah. Okay. Less is more. Yes. So exactly. pack a punch with what you're putting in there. Exactly. And make it as specific mm-hmm. to the job as possible. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Customized. And that reflects who you are. And it shows that you've done your research Mm -hmm. and you know the company and what you're interviewing for. You're not just blanket Mm -hmm. sending. 
This blank, right. there's no reason for that. Well, and a lot of that can come in your cover letter, too. A exactly. well-written cover letter is, like, the perfect, you know, not foreshadowing, but, like, it sets the tone for your resume. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So Well, in those three main points that I mentioned at the mm-hmm. very beginning for you to have for your interview, those can go in your cover exactly. letter as well. Yes. So whatever you want them to know, make sure you tell that mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so good. And make sure you refer back to the job listing if you're referring to one to include what they're asking for. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We've, we always ask for a cover letter and we've gotten several times where they just shoot off a blank email, no subject, mm-hmm. no body with just their resume attached. And that automatically excludes them for me because they have not paid attention to to what is being asked for. So always include what they're asking for. If they're asking for writing samples, if they're asking for a resume and cover letter Mm -hmm. or examples of your work, whatever that may be, make sure you include it. Exactly. Yeah, because it really is. We always ask, like you said. That shows attention to detail. Exactly. Exactly. And that's so key in our you know, the positions we hire for, it's like, okay, if you can, if we request a cover letter and resume, it's not optional. We're asking for both. Right. And send if you both. only send a resume, if you can't follow those simple instructions, I'm not going to trust you to take care of our customers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. It's like, right. Yeah. So, gosh, Nancy, this was amazing. I feel like if I needed to interview, I could interview nowadays. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. You killed it. This well, was amazing. Good. Well, and we asked, this is not interview related. This is my interview of you. Um, we ask all of our guests a very simple question. What is bringing you joy right now? You know, I, I've had a chance to think about that mm-hmm. a yeah, little I bit. to you. I prepped mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And honestly, in the summer of 2021, I'm grateful for a normal-ish mm-hmm. summer. Amen. I'm looking forward to pool days, vacations, just being with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a tragic life event last year. Mm-hmm. And I think just taking time with those that you love and enjoying the season of life you're in. Mm. I have a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old, and this is the only summer they will be Mm. 10 and 7. And we're going to do all the things that 10 and 7-year-olds do Mm. and just really enjoying this stage of life that Mm. I'm in. So sweet. Now I'm going to (laughs) cry. Man, I just love you. Thank you for doing this. You're welcome. Tell tell our listeners where they can find you, if you have any fabulous resources they can get from you. How can people be in the world of Nancy Boatman Etiquette? Okay, so I am here in Lexington, Kentucky. So most of my clients are in Central Kentucky, and I meet with them face-to-face post-COVID. It's so nice to see clients in person. I can only imagine. Um, But due to our fabulous technology, I can also meet um, over Zoom uh, as well. So really, it's open to anyone, anywhere. Um, The best place to find information about me and my business is nancyboatmanetiquette.com. And I am Nancy Boatman Etiquette on Facebook, Instagram. (laughs) So I try to keep it really simple. Um, I also wanted to share for your twirl listeners that if they mention that they heard this podcast um, and want to work with me, I will offer them a 20% discount. Yes. So just so generous. Tell me that you listen to the twirl podcast and um, 
a fun discount. Oh my gosh. We all love savings these days, we right? We do love yes. savings. Yeah. And we also love feeling confident. So, um, people, take advantage. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. Thank you. That Thank is so you. Kind. Thank you. I, it's an honor to be with you all, and I hope this is helpful um, as people are going out and interviewing. And just be confident. If you land that interview, you've got it. Do a little bit of research. Be prepared. Be on time. Write a thank you note. Boom. There we go. Love Wrap it. it all up. I love it. Thank you so much. You're yes. welcome. This was amazing. My pleasure. Y'all, how great was that? <laughs> we love Nancy so much. Not only is she just obviously a dear, dear friend of ours, she's Ty's best friend, and through that has become a dear friend of mine as well. We always laugh because Nancy and my very best friend, Cassie, who you guys have heard on the podcast before, um, are the exact same person <laughs> and the best counterparts to Ty and I. So, uh, yeah, this was, this was fun. We got to have our best friends on the podcast this season, and we hope that this episode today just made you feel really confident and equipped to go out and land your dream job or to at least pursue it with a renewed confidence um, maybe that you've never had before or kind of lost lost a little bit of that fire in such a wild season we've been living in um in the job world and all sorts of stuff like that so yeah guys uh i hope you enjoyed that and if you need some amazing resources or want to do uh, interview prep or anything like that, please take advantage with Nancy and her generous offer. Visit her at nancyboatmanetiquette.com. Visit her on Facebook, Instagram, Nancy Boatman Etiquette. And again, if you let her know that you listen to this podcast, you can get 20% off of her incredible services. I hope wherever this finds you today that you can seek a little joy, be grateful for it, and know that you're really loved. We see you, we love you, and we're here for you. And uh, we'll be back in a week or two with another amazing podcast interview. We are having the one and only Jess Connolly on the podcast. You have got, you guys have been asking for her since we launched the podcast back in 2018. So I am so excited that we um, are rounding out season three with just an incredible conversation with our dear friend Jess. So yeah, guys, June is our last month of season three and we're going to take a little hiatus and then we'll be back later on this year with season four, but we're excited to round out this season with just more ways to make you press forward in a way that, uh, you exude confidence and joy, contentment, and gratitude. All right, guys, I'm just rambling now. We love you. We'll talk to you soon.